just want to. Um, can I? I want to. Yeah. If I can just introduce you. Oh. Uh. I think I, I think I should hire you if I'm running for president or something. Uh, uh, I'll vote for you. I have my vote. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, I started when I was about 17, so 20 years. It's like, you know, kind of. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. My schoolmates, uh, <laughs> some of the Nevei alumni from all the generations are here. It's Mamasha, Sheves Achim, Gamyachat. Together with all, all the people that are together with the Chizik. I'll tell you, first of all, the shir, as uh, Rav Moshe mentioned, that there's the schus of Rafu Shlema for Hanatoba Bas, Saratiros, Rafu Shlema, and here of Menu. And uh, the schus that her ankle is uh, organizing this, and the Mishpacha is coming, then, you know, it's, uh, we should have a uh, tremendous schus for her, and of course, for all the people who need Rafu. Got a, we have Chai Tzipar Rabbas Rezul. The Masha's wife, Chai Tzipar Rabbas Rezul. These are Fur Rabbi Landi, Rabbi Yehuda ben Liv Malka, these are Fur Shleim Mehera. So, Hashem, for all the Chola Yisrael, Hashem. I'll tell you like this. I have a uh, seeing like the jewels of Stanton here, and like you know, and the uh, the G. You know, that's like there's so much. Uh, I get it's it's hard to focus when I see such neshamas. <laughs> such neshamas here is amazing. I think that part of what I, I wanted to convey is we're in the, this period of time known as the three weeks, and uh, it's a very strange period of time where we're kind of gradually, kind of getting more and more intense in our avelus. It's like, I mean, sometimes people. Um, have somebody who they love who have is going through a slow demise and people know that time is coming nearer. So people are able to already start the mourning process to a certain degree. And when, when you know, the reality sets in, it's, it, 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 it lightens a load a little. But I don't think that that's what's happening in our Avelis because it's a yearly thing and every year we go through the same procedure. We go through the you know, weaning ourselves off from music and uh, then gradually, you know, weaning ourselves off from wine, that's, you know, and, and, and fleisch, you know. And then, you know, and no chasnas are during this period of time. Such a, it's, what's the purpose of this whole getting more and more intense till the, the night of Tisha, but we're sitting on the floor and then the morning, and then we get up. In the afternoon, it's a whole strange procedure, but I think what it's supposed to do is to try to shift our focus from outside and to be more and more internal. Gradually, to turn up the the heat a little bit, to get more and more intense in our self awareness. And I think that there's a few things that uh, I have a chaver who I just happened to. Uh, have a shlichus. I had to bring him something here in, in in town. His name is Shimmy Bertram, and he was telling me. He asked me what I was going to speak about, so I told him. He says, "Oh, I have a great word for you." So I have to include his his idea because it's a beautiful idea. And he said that uh, he was with Rav Gamliel Rabinovich one time, and there was a whole protest going on. And he asked Rav Gamliel that there was a financial crisis in America. I think 15 years ago. Um, and a lot of people were suffering at that point in time. 
And uh, so he said, Asper of Gamliel, maybe we should be making Yom Tefillah, we should get people together to daven. You know, the people are supporting Torah, supporting families, supporting most of those uh, institutions and schools and yeshivas and all kinds of important things that are necessary. And then he said, and also, you know, in, in Yidin and Yerushalayim, you need to make a chasana. So, you know, if there's, people are not making money, how is, how is it going to happen? So uh, Rav Gamliel said, Yidin and Yerushalayim need to make a chasana? He says, you know, they, might, they need to buy an apartment? He says, what about the Eibishter? Kosh Baruch 2,000 years doesn't have an apartment. Have we been thinking about that? So... I think that that's something that we're supposed to shift kind of out of our own self, I guess, needs that we need to take care of ourselves, but at the same time, recognize Kodesh Baruch That's very hard to do. But I like to suggest that really, I think that they're one and the same. One and the same. And you look at like Shimmy over here. Like, you know, you look at him and you see Kodesh Baruch you see a neshama shining through, even though he's from England, you know, the other side of the pond, you know? Mexico, Mexico right? I forgot. Oh, you're from England, that's right? Manchester. He's from England. So, but the, the, idea, the idea is that a neshama is really, Vasuli Mikdash Veshachanti Besocham, that the, I think that the period of time of the three weeks is to recognize that a Kosh entrusts us with a revelation of his Shekhinah, each and every person, each and every Jew, is a walking embassy of the Beis HaMikdash, is a walking embassy of a Baruch Hu. And a lot of times in our lives, that it, we, we have a, a difficulty and we have a, a challenge that faces us, and we have to figure out what am I going to do in order to get over this challenge and, and overcome the, the issues at hand. Quite often... Akash Baruch Hu gives each person a tailor-made nisayon, a tailor-made challenge that his neshama and his revelation of Akash Baruch Hu, the specific kaviyachal, of course, Akash Baruch Hu is not made up of parts, but Akash Baruch Hu reveals himself through each and every one of us. There's a, I remember I was zochah to look at some of the old writings of the Talmidi Arizal in the manuscript form beautiful ideas from you know 400 years ago seeing it written like you know and one of the things on the margins of from one of the Talmud Arizal he says that the Ariad said just like everybody's face is different so too everybody's mind is different and he says and therefore there must be 600,000 just like there's 600,000 Neshamas, there's got to be 600,000 different understandings of Torah. That each person, that with all this, ooh, all the challenges, all the, all the unique makeup, intellectual, physical, spiritual, material, all the circumstantial things that make up a human being, each and every one of their, those Neshamas are a revelation of a Baruch Hu, that Hashem says, I need that person's neshama in the world to go through exactly what he has gone through with all the challenges and all the nisyonas and all the insane stresses that we go through because Hashem wants that neshama to reveal that he is essentially a spark of a Baruch Hu. 
he's got to look at all of his challenges as I am a, a mishkan of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and I can let the challenge implode and destroy me, or I could look at it and say, Hashem, you put me in this situation, and you want this to, you want me to, Akash um, Baruch if Hashem wanted to punish us, he could do it, he doesn't have to make it long and suffering, you know, you get a good patch, Akash Baruch doesn't need to do the torture, the long, slow, arduous torture, you know, the Chinese water, the drop and drop even though sometimes we feel like we're going through that in our life, but many times those things are self-imposed. Many times we're, 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 we're feeling that we deserve to be punished because, you know, that's what we think. But a Baruch Hu, it's enough for a Baruch Hu to give us a hint. He doesn't need to give us a torture. He doesn't need to give us pain and suffering and, and long drawn out things. He wants us to get a message. He gives us those challenges for us to shine and bring out that in spite of all the challenge that we have, that we're going to come out on top of it. I want to give an example. And I want to say just uh, to focus on part of what the process of the period of time that we're in now of the three weeks is really, if you take a little bit of a step back, it's really part of a system of ten weeks. There's three weeks, the Shalosh de Paranusa, three weeks of tragedies and calamities. And then there's Shiva de Nechenta and the seven weeks of consolation. And it ends right into Rosh Hashanah. It goes into Rosh Hashanah where our whole year is going to be decreed. The whole future is going to be decreed. So many of the tzaddikim explain that during these three weeks, again, these are mystical concepts that I, I wish I could understand, I wish I could explain, but from what I do glean is that the three represent certain intellectual ideas such as Chachma, Bina, and Das. And the seven are the spheres that we mention a lot of times during the Shvirus Omer, the Chesed Gvur, Tiferes, Netzach, Odisod, and Malchus. And the three weeks are Chachma, Bina, and Das. And it seems to be that they're inverted. That... Um, the first week, last Shabbos, was a Shabbos that we mentioned. Divrei, the 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 first word of the of the Haftar was Divrei, which is the words of the Navi. That that means that the Mida we had to work on was Das, and then this coming Shabbos is going to be Shmiya, right? That means we have to. It's more of the Tfuna of taking the information and how we process the conclusions we make, and then the third week is going to be Chazon. Shabbos Chazon, where it's about the vision, which is more associated with Das. There's a beautiful idea, seeing that we have lots of wine around here, that... Chachma. Oh, uh, Chachma, thank you. Chachma, thank you. Somebody's paying attention. Baruch Hashem. So, uh, the... Um, there's, a, there's a famous thing that when you make Havdalah, you make Havdalah, you make a bracha on Bore Priyagafen. Bore Priyagafen, in order to appreciate wine, you have to taste it, right? I mean, some people smell it, and then they do the whole, like, you know, see how it cascades down the side of the cup, you know, this connoisseur is a fine, uh, great product. And, and then, you know, of course you smell it, and to have the complete... But Lemaisa, you make a bracha on a Gafen, the only way... The bracha is chal, is if you drink it. Then we make the bracha of besamim. 
Basamim is something that you could smell even from a, dis- a slight distance. You could smell it from a, a, a distance, and it's a different level of ne- needing to have direct contact. You don't need to have a direct contact. And then the, the last bracha we make, well, actually, the, the next bracha we make is which is with our eyes, which is with the chachma, is I could see things from afar and I understand things with, from my vision. I don't have to see it like over here. I don't have to see it. I could see Baruch Hashem. I happen to be farsighted so I can you know, see things in a distance. Baruch Hashem. And then the last bracha of Havdalah is Hamavdil ben Kodeshachol. That's that's the das. That's that's something that's beyond beyond comparison. That's something that's that makes all the distinctions. And but this is kind of like what we're doing now is going to in that way as well. We're starting with the the first week was about working about our mouth, and this Shabbos is about how to listen. And I'm not used to it sometimes when I'm not sure if uh, anybody was in the Vey recently. Sometimes these guys uh, don't know how to contain themselves and, and they blurt out things in the middle of class and stuff like that. And so it's hard to get that out. So I'm, it's, it's like a bit, a bit of a chiddush that I'm, everybody's listening so nicely. So I'm not used to that. But, um, but. On to Israeli sheer mode if you want. <laughs> but. Uh, so I think that, that part of this is also for us to elevate ourselves and to get ourselves in tune with a little bit finer understandings about, about our situation and ourselves. The first week, we kind of the things that we're most physically connected to, we work on, and then we kind of are able to view things farther and farther away until finally, the first at the end of the three weeks, we, we shift from mourning and like we can't even like listen to music right after Tisha B'Av because you know you can't go from a, you know right away you have to wait till the next day because the, the the churban was still happening on the 10th right eating meat all, the, all these restrictions still apply but then it's like like what happened to this whole avoda of three weeks people just totally forget about it but really there's a system almost like the Sphere of Omar that each of those seven weeks is a way of Taking the things that we've gained during these three weeks and attaching them into re-entering uh, our our lives in a way where I could now look at all my challenges as understanding that it's not just about me. It's the neshama of a Baruch Hu that He's entrusted inside of me that He wants me to experience, and I can. Therefore, part of what we want to daven for during the three weeks, we're supposed to be doing tikkun chatzos. I wish I could say I was doing it. But tikkun chatzos is supposed to be that I'm connecting to the tsar shechina that a kosh borchu doesn't have a home. He's homeless. I mean, I was in LA. Oh my gosh. I, I could, driving in LA is like. The weather? The homeless. That's smog, but like, you know, the. But uh, but you know, Kosh Baruch Hu, for two thousand some some years, I think it's maybe nineteen one thousand nine hundred and I think fifty some years that he doesn't have a mikdash, he doesn't have a home. How often do we think about our Father in heaven? But if we realize that all the tsaras that we get are a mushal 
that we're supposed to associate and say, like, listen, I've got this tsar. Kodesh Baruch Hu also has this tsar. And he's that collective tsar for all of Klaisho. And he's waiting with Kilion and I, he's waiting with, like, longing eyes, waiting for us to kind of get the message, get the, the idea that he wants us to realize that he is in living, I don't know, vicariously, he's mamish, each and everybody's person is a chalakalakalami is a ma'am. Everybody is a, a shtick of God, you know. And therefore, everything that we're experiencing, all the, the it's all to understand that a koshborhu imo nochi bitzara. Koshborhu is with us in kalani mirosh and kalani mirosh. Every time a koshborhu, kaviyochal has to give us a message and stuff like that. You know, the classic thing that every parent says. This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you, and you know. But but Lamaisa, <laughs> but you know, Lamaisa, that that if a person really really felt that way, and you tell your kid, you know, listen, I I I told you this is going to be the consequence. Why did you put me? Why are you making me do this? I told you that I'm going to do it. I got to keep my word, and you know. I wish he wouldn't have done that. But now that he did, I, I gotta, you know, stay true, uh, true to what I, my word is my word, I gotta do it. Because Borhu Kaviyachal gives us these things and he really doesn't want to give us these things. He wants us to get the hint in the, when somebody else is getting, you know, Nebuch, I mean, uh, I, I escaped, I, I was in, in New Jersey on Sunday and I was heading south and all of a sudden at the airport they're saying uh, there's, the flight is indefinitely delayed. And uh, But then they, they got on like a half hour later. But since we're going south, they said we can go. So, like, you know, it was like... But then you see there's destruction, roads collapse and stuff like that. It's unbelievable. Kosh Baruch Hu is sending us messages. Messages are there for us to, to like understand. People are frustrated and they have issues and they're... The plans, everything is. Kosh Borchu has been planning. He wanted to bring Mashiach from Adam Arishan and Gan Eden, way back then. If Adam would have just waited till Shabbos and wouldn't have eaten, then he would have made kiddush on those, those grapes or whatever, and that would have been the culmination of the world. Obviously, Kosh Borchu knew that it was going to schlep on. And that he has that patience, but we have to understand that we have to also have that patience. We have to. All the challenges that we have are really for us to discover that that we are connected to Kashbarhu in this way and that he he's giving us this thing out of Rahmanas for us. I feel that um, that this this Makam Torah is also very unique. There's a lot of times you go to uh, yeshivas and there's like there was a I, might, I have a daughter in Shaduchim now, so like, okay, what kind of bachur do you want? A chevron yeshiva bachur? He wants. She wants like this guy, a kaltara guy. Like, like there's this yeshiva is like this. This yeshiva is like this. Like everybody's like cookie cutter. Everything's like you know, and that's it. And I think that as Rabbi Tendler was mentioning, I mean, call a puzzle the mumma puzzle, but you know, ish kafimahalolo. Whatever a person praises is really his own, his own uh, praise. Is that uh, that I think that. This makam, I feel, is like we could do something like this. It's not standard. It's not a standard affair that we have, you know, chill and chow or face. I don't know how you call it, but um, 
it's it's also for us to understand that not everybody's going to be exact like every. Everybody's supposed to be different. Everybody's supposed to be unique. The things that are supposed to bind us is called shulchan aruch about halacha. You know, everybody's supposed to do it, but there's no halacha about what color your shirt has to be and how large your keeper has. To, maybe there's a halacha. I mean, but, but like the ma'isa, like you know, as I for the most part, we have to understand the beauty of each neshama. And the neshama, every neshama is so valuable to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And sometimes that um, in our lives, because, I mean, I grew up a little bit different, and a lot of times that, you know, we don't think we fit into this or that. And really, we don't have to fit into anybody else. We just have to be ourselves. And Kodesh Baruch Hu made us with that, with that unique das. And a lot of times that... Uh, Certain things are are very frustrating in life, you know, and and somebody cuts you off and like, where's that guy's chinuch? Like, how come he like stop for a second and recognize? You know what? Feel feel fortunate that you had the chinuch that you wouldn't do that, you know. So don't try to cut him back off, you know. Like, you know, it's just like relax and say, you know, Baruch Hashem, that that's your thing, you know. That and, and that guy, there's. I think it's a very important thing to keep in mind. Don't judge your friend until you're in his place. And the Misa, there's no time you ever could be in his place. Because if you're going to be in his place, it means you're going to be have his body, you're going to have his mind, you're going to have his family, you're going to have his upbringing. So basically you're going to be him. So if, if he did something not so nice, so... You're thinking that you you wouldn't have done it. Be, you wouldn't have done it because you're you're you. If you had everything he had exactly like it, you would not be you, and you'd be him. And he'd probably done the same thing. I mean, none of us are perfect. Perfect. We all give in, and we all have impulsive things that we, we, we you know we get this cut in the sadas. We kind of like see things in a small way and and lose focus of the bigger picture. But that's that's reality. So, Akash Baruch should let, let us all know that each and every one of us is such an important revelation of Akash Baruch Hu. Dafka with our uniqueness, dafka with our flaws, and when when a person who who had bigger challenges overcomes them, is worth so much more than a person who is went with the flow and had absolutely you know a really easy time. There's a famous uh, safer called the the real name of it is Ateresti Pharisee Sro. It was one of the Chernobyl Eniklich. And uh, he says an idea about the Gemara says that the Makam Shabali Chuva Umdim ain't Sadiqim Gemur Micholim Lamad. Where Bal Chuva stand there much higher than Sadiqim Gemurim. But then there's another Mandamra says where Sadiqim Gemurim are, the Bali Chuva are not. So who's right? So he says they're both right. Elu Elu. But he says there's two types of Bali Chuva. There's a Bal Chuva. One day he wakes up and he's like, Oy vey, what have I done? And you know what he says? That's it. No more. No more. I mean, I mean the, the big area most people probably are doing is like, you know, thinking Torah when they're in a place where they shouldn't be thinking Torah. You know, that's probably the big... I mean, I mean it happens, you know. Right, it happens, yeah. So, but Lamaisa, that's, you know, it's embarrassing, but... You know, we're all men, we could admit it. And if a person would recognize, you know what? 
That's it. It can't do it anymore. And you stop and you never do it ever again. Right? And each and every one of the little things that you have to fix, you never ever do again. It's amazing, right? That Balchuva is on a good level. Decent levels. All his Averas, be, you know, got erased. And that's the level where a Tzadik Gomer is higher than him. Ah. So where's the level of a, a Baal Tshuva that's higher than a Tzadik Gomer? It's where the Baal Tshuva not only stops doing everything that he didn't, that he made a mistake in, but he says, how could I rectify all the times that I messed up? I'm not doing it anymore, but how do I fix that, like, the debt in the bank. Okay, the bank's not calling me, but like, you know, it's, I'm going to have to face the music one day. Hopefully we won't, but like, you know, I've got a, a debt to pay. So this, uh, the Tereste says that basically what happens is a person at that point in time says, you know what? I'm going to approach my mitzvahs and look at it like such an opportunity and I'm going to use all the excitement that I used when I had that opportunity to, you know, I heard there was a guy that once liked uh, sushi. I mean, I see sushi, but there was sushi in the restaurants that, you know, you never know if... You and, do know. Uh, well, yeah, we do know, right? Uh, so, and, uh, you know, and he gave in, you know. So how do I fix eating something that's not kosher, you know, maybe... <clears throat> Maybe it really is a kosher fish, but the knife, ah, whatever. Sushi masters only use a special knife. They would never use it for anything else, you know. All the rationalizations that a person makes, but he wants to make up for it. Eating something not good is metamtem as a leivit. So if you use all that excitement and the planning and like finding out when the shipment of the freshest stuff comes in, from wherever it comes in, the Arctic Ocean or wherever it is, or Colombia, whatever it is that things that people use that you know they get excited about, and if they use that now to do a mitzvah, they use that and say like, Akash Baruch, you gave me the opportunity, I can go to Minyan, like you know, like for a few years or a year or so, I don't know how it was over here, you know, there was no Minyanim, and a lot of people realize, hey, you know, I can actually have a different way of davening and. So there's some milas, but there's sometimes also missing the concept of achdus, and I have, uh, feel the schus, the opportunity to wear tzitzis and tefillin and do all these mitzvahs that you know people do, we're not, to, we take for granted nowadays. And if I look at it as such a value and opportunity with excitement, I do it out of ahava, then all the veras become mitzvahs. A person that takes the, exci- the excitement that he had for the negative stuff and use it for the positive, he's on a level much higher than the, the Tadek Gomer. And so that's really something that we got to take, I think, the three weeks at a time to be, be in touch with the, the uh, getting, to, to recognize that all the challenges are from Akash Baruch Hu, and it's all really programming my mind. And in the next seven weeks, we're going to reintegrate that accomplishment we intellectual accomplishment we got and put it into the Misa for the seven weeks leading up to Rosh Hashanah with that excitement to do Torah and Mitzvahs and that Baruch Hashem you know even though there's no base of Mikdash maybe yet but like I feel God is inside of me I'm a mini Mikdash everybody every year is a mini Mikdash and if you live your life with that cognizance of a Kosh Baruch Hu there, that awareness of a Kosh Baruch Hu. So you're shining, you're 
your mama's, there's, I think, Kol Talmud Chacham Shir's Bodas. Chazal tell us, any Talmud Chacham that has Das, what's the Das? That he takes that, what he has in his mind, and he connects it with his actions. How do you have a Talmud Chacham that doesn't have Das? It's just, he's got information, but he doesn't apply it. A Talmud Chacham that has Das, he's alive and vibrant, that Chalakami Mala is real. So that person is Ke'ilu Nivna Beis Chazal say that. A person who's living with a you see some of the Dolia door you walk into the Agarla door and you have this kasha and this thing and what's going to be and you just see that person who you you can feel the shechina with that guy with the guy with the tzaddik you see it you, and like all your questions kind of like uh, they kind of don't really matter so much because you're, you're, you feel like you're in the presence of the shechina and each and every one of us can do that same thing just by building that excitement to do mitzvahs and recognizing all the challenges we have are supposed to get us that awareness that we really are the embassy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem should us all to be able to internalize this and, and live our lives in this way and as Hashem each and every one will be shining so much with Shechina that Hashem says okay I can just bring the big house down and we'll be Tancing with the Mashiach Tzid Ken from here in Maino. Amen. 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 Amen.